0: At what point did you start calling yourself a business owner? Have you even reached that point yet? It took me a really long time. I've been a psychologist for about 20 years and it's probably been only the last few years that I have felt comfortable calling myself a business owner, even though my group private practice where I employ people is 10 years old this year. Isn't that crazy? I've been a business owner for a long time and yet it's only recently that I started feeling comfortable using those words. So I was talking with some of my mentoring clients today about something that I refer to as our dirty little secret because, of course, I'm a mental health professional and that means I work in what we loosely refer to as one of the helping professions. But the reality is, because I work in a private practice, a private business, I'm in the business of sales. And if you are a business owner or a private practitioner, you are in the business of sales too. Not only that, you're also in the business of marketing. Now, they are two words, sales and marketing, that run completely counter to everything that those in the helping professions hold dear. We're here to help people. Well, who are the people you're gonna help if they don't know your business exists or if they don't know that you've got capacity to take them on board or if you go broke? How are you gonna help people if you're not running a business that is sustainable and viable for the longer term, how are you going to pay your staff if you're not in the business of sales and if you're not in the business of marketing? Because really, that's what we do. Every time we put our little banners out to let people know where we are and by banners I mean it might be letters to potential referrers to let you know let them know that you've got capacity for new patients or it might be the social media work that you do to spread information about mental health or whatever it is your business is whatever it is that you do that gets your message out to your broader community it's marketing you might not like it you might not like me saying that word but that's what it is. And when you're focused on filling your caseload with new clients, you're trying to generate a full caseload for you or for your team members, that's sales. Now, that sounds, I know it sounds ugly, right? But it is what it is. And unless we own that, unless we own our title as business owners, we're making it really hard for ourselves to keep doing the work we love. So we are in the health professions or the helping professions or any service industry because we are passionate about what we do. But we can only keep doing it in a private capacity if we generate enough sales to pay our bills and pay ourselves and our staff. That's not rocket science. But first, you've got to own the title of business owner because that's what helps you get your head around the difference between being a purely um, charitable organisation about being so altruistic that you don't need money to pay your bills and to buy your bread and milk. Okay, none of us, if we're in private practice or private business, are actually really... Able to do it for nothing. We're in the business of sales. So you have to own the title business owner. You have to own the idea that you are running a business and that your business needs to be viable and sustainable like any other business. And then, it's only then, when you fully accept that title for yourself and for your business, then you can start to perhaps wrap your head around the idea that you're in the business of sales and marketing. What you do one-on-one with your clients or your patients or your customers, they're already in the room with you. The sale's already complete, so to speak. That's when you provide great customer service. And that's another phrase that helping professionals don't think applies to them. By providing excellent treatment, by providing excellent evidence-based therapies, you're providing excellent customer service. So these sales te- this sales terminology, all this language, they're just words. But the words represent concepts that we think we're exempt from. Now, I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. If I have just triggered you by telling you you're in the business of sales, marketing and customer service, I want you to let me know why that is. But first, I want you to think about that for yourself. Why does this trigger you so much? Now, you've made the brave step of going into your own business. Why are you struggling to own that title business owner? You've done the hard work to generate a full caseload or a full client list for yourself. Why are you so reactive to the idea that that's actually sales and marketing? You're passionate about the therapies or the treatments or the work that you provide to your clients, your customers, your patients. Why are you so reactive to me calling that customer service? We feel it's grubby. We feel it's beneath us. So there's a little bit of snobbery. Let's be honest here. There's a little bit of snobbery in there as well. And perhaps that's why it took me so many years to feel a little more comfortable with the idea that I'm a business owner and I'm an entrepreneur. Now, I know that there are people who would tell students of psychology that you can't be a psychologist and an entrepreneur at the same time because then you're not client focused. Well, I'm sorry, but anyone who is a business person and an entrepreneur must be client focused in order to be successful in the work they're doing. And if we're running private businesses, which are making a commitment to our communities that we're gonna provide the highest level of therapy or service or whatever it is that your business provides. But if we're making that commitment when we open our business doors, we're making that commitment to our community wouldn't it be even better if we knew that we could actually live up to that commitment and provide a service that's long standing so i've been in private practice for yeah uh, trying to think now not long or not much below 20 years of my psychology career uh, and i've owned a group private practice for 10 years And I'm still learning about business too because I was not taught this at university. I was not taught the concepts that I needed to understand as a private practicing psychologist. It took me 20 years of being a psychologist to be able to marry the two concepts together. And so that's what I do for you. And that's why I talk about my business being all about the psychology of business. My mentoring business is all about the psychology of business. So that I can put together not only my skills as a psychologist but also my skills as a business owner and help you. So you don't have to repeat some of the mistakes that I made because don't worry, I made quite a few. And I can help you step up to be the business owner that you want to be as a private practitioner or as a sole trader or as a business person or a retailer or a hairdresser or whatever it is that your business focuses on. So most of my mentoring clients are mental health professionals and that's the clientele, that's the population that I know best. But uh, a lot of the concepts that we talk about apply equally to pretty much any business at all. So... If you're interested to work with me, don't forget my Firestarters programme, one month intensive one month support with daily checkup from me and weekly small group gathering for accountability getting some goals smashed all you need to do is you can send me a private message but fire starters should be appearing on my website if it's not there already make sure you send me a private message if you're interested in participating Uh, that group kicks off in September and it is going to be a small group so it will be awesome value for you so make sure you get in touch if that's something that interests you and these are the kinds of concepts that all of my mentoring group programs focus on is how we wrap our head around being business owners, how we wrap our head around some of the aspects of being business owners that we would rather just pretend weren't there. So when did you take hold of the idea that you're a business owner? When did you really own that? And if you haven't got there yet, I'd love to be able to help you. Have a great afternoon.